RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Thursday night live stream. Excited to be back, looking forward to connecting, and more importantly, want to find out what's on your radar. What have you guys been keeping an eye out for? And then also I have about whew, six, seven different stories of which is six, seven different rabbit holes we can go down if you want. But ultimately, I just want to scan the surface, share my two cents on it, and then get your take on it. And uh, feel free to chime in where you guys see fit. As always, uh, for those that are new to the community, want to welcome you to the fold. And for those that are returning guests, thank you for taking time to join us. Let us know where you're watching from. So feel free in the chat right now. Give yourself a shout out and I'll do my best to acknowledge your presence. And then when the phone lines open up, you see the number 313-462-0027. That's the number for you to call to let your voice be heard. And let's dive right in. So we got so much stuff to talk about. Man, July is just starting and it's going to be a heck of a month. So we're going to dive into that. All right. So let me check in via chat real quick. Do a little maintenance on my side. Jump into some articles, open up the phone lines and let you guys talk. Let your voice be heard because it's the people's talk show. All right. We got Jay in the building. Says hyper cyber polygon Eve. <laughs> so so Jay, thank you for reminding me of that. Today is the day that the event, the exercises was supposed to take effect. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, okay. Thanks for reminding me, man. Okay, DC precise in the building. Uh, we got Gene. Uh, we got Elias uh, from Santa Clara. I may or may not have picked up some weight today. <laughs> we got Solo in the building. Uh, Philman, we got Skeptic One, we got Ed, we got Tom, we got Excalibur, we got Hash Brown says $40,000 Bitcoin. The bulls are here. Liquidate the shorts. Okay. I didn't even, that's the thing. I have not even been paying attention to the price action of the metal space or the crypto space because that those are just, of course, you know, a lot of this information here is all geared around the financial system and how the whole monetary shakeout is taking place. But ultimately, with all these events unfolding right now, I think down the line, a lot of people won't really care about the price of certain assets outside of, you know, you, you wanting to remain to maintain some purchasing power and also not have your assets completely go belly up. But based upon some things that might be happening when the market corrects, uh, everything more likely will take a take a dive down, creating a fair response like we've never even seen before. But we'll talk about that. We got Joshua from Illinois. We got uh, let me see here. We got let me get caught up a little bit. So sorry. Got ahead of myself. Let me see here. We got Boots on the Ground joining us. We got uh, Inspector Jason, Mr. Nitty. We got Don Wells from Michigan. We got Mr. Nitty from Michigan. We got Don Wells from Florida. Uh, we got uh, Cal Calderon uh, from Michigan, looks like. <laughs> L. Walk in the building. We got Victor with Solo. Adam says the global plane is playing out. The good guys are showing us all that we, that showing us all what the bad guys were really planning. It's it's uh, the greatest moment in history, Adam. It is the greatest moment in history. I must alive. I, I must. I must admit that because we're going to be able to see and witness a lot of things that uh, who would have ever thought would be coming to fruition in this current day and age. But it it's, might be here, and a lot of that has to do with the uh, agenda. But also, I'm more excited to see what how God responds to this for his for his children. We got Danny in the building, DC Precise. We got Var Musa. We got Nano Joe in the building. Uh, we got Sylvia from New Jersey tuning in. We got Julian says, what do you what what do y'all think about bonds being in bear market now? Uh, yeah, bonds, you know, so here's my my whole purpose. The conventional 60 40 split in, the, in regards to portfolio allocation based upon the financial system and how we've been told to follow that particular model. It died back in the great financial crises ever since then with quantitative easing. It, everything has been turned upside down. So holding bonds. You know, why would you give funds to a government that's already insolvent, basically? And over time, yields will continue to go lower because wh who wants bonds? Like, you know, buying bonds is, is, is your is your risk. It's your liability at the end of the day. So uh, unless you're a trader and you actually act that out there doing some day to day activity, trying to profit off of this. huh? Yeah, I don't even mess with bonds myself. We got Mama Bear in the building. It says, hello, all history is in the making. Everything we know and everything we knew is as is, is and has changed. No doubt. No doubt. OK. And let's uh, keep it moving. So let me uh, do a little maintenance on my side, jump into a lot of articles here. And while you're tuning in, if you're here, hit the thumbs up button. Let's see if we can get the thumbs up count uh, equal to the proportion of live viewers as they come in so that hopefully the algorithms can do a little something to bring in some new people to the community so people can plug into this information. 
because they give them a chance to think beyond what they're told. Uh, Jim Diggs says they come in after the people who have not participated in this experimentation. Now they know who is participated and who has not. Uh, yes, they have. And speaking of which, I'm getting off tangent, but one of the community members sent me a, a, a message earlier who lives in California, and he received a text from a, a health organization of some kind that basically asked him, have you gotten, have you participated, yes or no? And it says reply A if you got one shot, two, one or two shots, B if you are not going to participate, three if you're on the fence, and four something else. I'm thinking like, wow, like the fact that they just sent out generic texts and generic emails to everybody at this current moment, but that list will, of course, be narrowed down in the days ahead. So, all right, uh, here's something from Adam. It says, which cryptos will survive the quantum changes? XLM, XRP, Theta, maybe Bitcoin. Depends what is decided upon. Uh, at this current moment, uh, the quantum changes, I'm assuming you're referring to the quantum computing, that is probably more than likely available. They're just not telling us about it because it would definitely cause people to reconsider getting involved in crypto projects that is not uh, capable of handling quantum computing type of algorithms being thrown at it. And so the technology, my personal opinion, is probably already readily available. You know, we know China has the world's most powerful computing power uh, computer as of now, as well as a couple other governments. So the technology is probably there. We'll see what plays out. But once again, my whole opinion on the digital asset technology movement we're heading into, it's all a trap in the first place because all they want at the end of the day is central bank digital currencies to remain. So I don't think they would be truthful in telling us what quantum computer is readily available or not because people would definitely reconsider, you know, the excitement behind the decentralized crypto cryptography space. So just my personal opinion there. Okay, so let me get let me get caught up real quick. Let me do a little homework, a little maintenance on my side, and let's jump into some articles, man. All right, for those that are new to the channel, RethinkingTheDollar.com is the home base. Everything related to this channel and the subject matter can be found there. Everything from special reports with a little bit of nuggets inside of them, as well as the metals, is all available there. News on crypto, you name it, gold, silver, it's all there. And then at the very bottom, I want to make sure you guys are aware of... For those that are new, the dollar IQ quiz, that to me is the first entry point into this whole subject matter, because once you realize that the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the dollar is not uh, what you probably thought it was, that all dollars are not created equal. There's two types at this current moment. There's a Federal Reserve note that's labeled as a dollar because it's a part of our monetary system. And then there's the United States Mint version of a dollar, which happens to be a gold and silver uh, coin that uh, is actually legal tender as we speak. And it's uh, a lot more valuable than what you'll pay for or what you'll use in the form of the paper unit. So, but yeah, once again, starts with the 10, 10 question quiz. So far, average is above 60% as of now. But yet, once again, I still, uh, that's because a lot of people who are awake and aware have been, te has been testing. So appreciate you guys for supporting the channel. Also, just share the quiz with a family and friend member that'll help. And then hopefully they'll move along to step five, which is basically joining us during the week to uncover some of these stories. So. Let's dive in. So Patreon, remember, next next Wednesday night, Patreon gang, hangout off air, Zoom meeting. It's uh, just for those that want to support the channel at a higher level, feel free to do so. You can join us and help me rant a little bit on screen. And a lot of my ideas come from brainstorming amongst other people that think like me. So that's a good way to connect. And so Rethinking a Dollar can be found on all platforms that's important, relatively speaking. The most important ones is Discord, which a lot of these articles, they come from there. And then also, I want to encourage you guys to join me on Telegram, just in case any of these other things are pulled off the air, you know where to find us. And then the email list is where how you get notified once a week, Sunday or Monday, on all the videos for the week. So something to consider. All right, let's jump right in. All right, people. So I appreciate you for taking time to join me, man. Hit the thumbs up button, share your support for the channel. Let's keep plugging right along. So we got Mighty Green from Philadelphia in the building. Appreciate you. We got Jane. All right. Uh, Wells Fargo, valuation. Okay, Bitcoin, 610. Okay, so a lot of our stories here. And uh, mind you, out of all the things that's been going on, a lot of, uh, I think the Dow dropped today and all that stuff. I mean, as I mentioned, I don't really pay attention that much because it's irrelevant. You know, if you're in, if you're involved in those financial products, you're gambling. And when it goes down to whatever it corrects to, you know, that's what you're in. That's what you're in. So nowadays, investing to me died a long time ago. It divide, died in the great financial crisis. And ever since then, in my personal opinion, you're literally gambling and speculating because what companies really are worth holding on to for the long run, given the fact we don't know what type of what type of society we're going to live in, other than, of course, the tech companies, the FANG stocks. So that's just my personal opinion. But uh, 
This is just an opinion, not financial advice. And so one thing I want to check out real quick is the metals. Give or take, we've had all this activity of Dow going all-time high, and S&P, NASDAQ, you name it. And silver is still at 25.97. It's been around this 25, 26 area for quite some time now. Just look at the 30-day chart. So early it was uh, early June, it was 28, got it down to looks like 25.97 right now. That's great for those who realize the real importance of getting your weight up and holding something real that you can feel. And silver is the people's money. So if you guys have been able to grab at these prices plus the premiums, you've been doing, you've been very blessed and fortunate. And of course, my gold bugs out there, you know what the time it is. Those that's the money of kings. So do what you do. And then on top of that, I haven't let me actually check out the crypto space real quick and see what's going on. I know there's a lot of uh FUD out there. Let's see what pops up so we can check it out real quick. So just real glance at a lot of red, a lot of red, a lot of selling off. But yet, once again, depending on how you look at it, could be a buying opportunity for those that uh, realize that until the Federal Reserve and other central banks are done, basically doing what they have to do to keep this thing propped up. These cryptocurrencies here are nowhere near where they're going to end up once we get those next couple of trillions that's pumped into the system. So, you know, uh, digital property, however you want to call it. You know, do your thing. Stack stack your stats if that's what you do. All right, let's jump right in, man. So here's something I want to share. And so I remember talking about this subject matter hmm, a couple months ago, but it looks like this might be the ver first full-fledged broad daylight experience with somebody who saw an object in the sky moving in a very unique way. So this video here, I came across it earlier, and I put it up on the Discord and the Twitter, but curious to get your thoughts on it. And of course, uh, we have Project Bluebeam, which is a, to some on the on the left, they say it's conspiratorial, but it's the whole idea that there's government projects, that, you know, utilizing satellites in space to project images back into our atmosphere that gives the illusion, the visual illusion of things inside the sky. And then, of course, there's videos out there surfacing on uh creatures of some kind that's popping up all around the planet and so of course they're going to try to link this stuff together to make it seem like there's a full outright invasion perhaps but uh just let you know do not trust your eyes and more importantly do not trust your human senses in its entirety in this current environment because the deceiver the ultimate decept the ultimate person of deception i.e the satan himself is very active. I can, you know, you guys can see all this stuff happening around us right now. He's very active. So therefore, you shouldn't solely trust what your five senses tell you. That's why I think it's great to be plugged into the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. The spirit of discernment is what you'll need more than ever because it, you'll 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 get that nudge in your spirit and let you know what's real, what's not. And uh, the more you deposit into your spiritual account, the better off you'll be and not falling for stuff like this. But anyway, just thought it was, you know, most majority of people who will fall for this. But I'll actually share with you a quick clip of what is on the screen here so you guys can see it but this is what was spotted so if you if you just check it out in the sky the circle right there so there's what looks like a cloud moving in the sky so a lady in south carolina is in a car and so she stops and gets out and records it and it's clearly something the illusion of something in the sky because it doesn't blend in and it's moving in slow motion and it, it's mimicking a cloud but it's just moving so just something to think about not quite sure how this and what 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 we're what we're going to see next but this is what's out here people so i'd imagine at some point between now and perhaps the end of this year we'll all probably be able to look up and see some activity of some kind so once again uh take it for what it's worth don't trust what you see check in with the lord make sure it is what it is and so that's just that curious to get your thoughts on that and then here is something i think is extremely important and so this is a anonymous post done on one of those encrypted type of uh sites that was just put on twitter and it's starting to circulate a little bit but yet it's very interesting that someone now i would imagine this is more accurate than you know fake news just because we all know that the federal reserve is looking for higher inflation so we all know that the actual numbers are a lot higher than what was, i guess was five percent cpi last year or last month and every month is get going higher but according to the person who wrote this and put this out here, it says, I work at the BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics, and we just received the CPA data for June. It's in high double digits. The floodgate have been opened. The market will react very badly when we release it on July 13th. 
So July 13th is next Friday. I'm sorry, on Tuesday. I'm sorry, forgive me. It's on Tuesday. And so if all this information lines up, if it's valid, if it's real, who knows? We'll wait and see. But if you're watching and paying attention to what's going on all around us, you should be anticipating some type of an event. Now, as it was mentioned in the chat earlier, we have the cyber polygon activity that takes place today. And so for those that might not be too plugged in, cyber polygon is a World Economic Forum uh, pre-planned event they do annually. And it's basically about readiness, corporate readiness for some type of an event via cyber attack. And so now as I pull up the website here, um, it says July 9th. And if I was, if I'm not mistaken, I you, I thought it was July 8th, but it maybe it was July 9th all along. But it says the International Capacity Building Initiative aimed at raising the global cyber resilience and the expansion of intersectoral cooperation amongst cyber threats. So, uh, pre-planned event that happens annually, but this year I got a feeling it's going to be a little bit different than normal. So there's 120 organizations and 29 countries with two scenarios. Now, let's just see if they can give us insight as to what those scenarios are, because these scenarios here, more than likely, based upon when they do these these pre-planned events, one of the scenarios usually come true. Now, I didn't, I didn't dive further into the events, but it's good to say with all this cyber attack activity or alleged cyber attack, cyber attack activity, one of the two scenarios that they mentioned here will probably come to fruition. So therefore, power grid, water system, you name it, Internet, serve it, whatever anticipate something and then we have this upcoming tuesday in accordance to this so alleged insider that says july 13th which is tuesday once information is released expect some market activity and of course what does that mean that means the markets will take a hell of a dive more than likely out of sheer panic and fear because once the algorithms kick in a lot of the stuff is bought and sold without human interaction so if the system hasn't been hasn't been pre-programmed to respond to you know, you know, information such as this, if there's an announcement of an extreme high uh, month of inflation for the month of June, the markets could sell off rapidly and therefore it, it just trickles down to an outright panic. So what does that mean? That means all the equity markets might take a dive. And then all what usually follows is the crypto space as well. And gold and silver might dive as well. Now, how far, how low, who knows? But that's why they always say it's good to have a little dry powder on the side so that you can uh, respond to this flash sale because even if this is serious and it dips and it goes down substantially, it's not going to stay there because the Federal Reserve and the government is going to come in right away to prop stuff up with some type of emergency measure if it gets to that point. So anticipate this upcoming week being something very interesting to say the least, or this weekend perhaps. So that's just something I want to put out there to you guys. What do you think? Let me know in the chat. And then the next article here, they, they only get better. They only get better. Here's something I thought was very timely. It says House panel crafting bill to limit IRA IRA savings. And so once again, at a time where we're coming off a pandemic lockdown, major situation, and people were forced to withdraw from their savings accounts a lot of times to help up, help make emergency measures uh, as far as financial matters. The ultimate goal usually is to have people invest more and to save more. So why are they now telling people to limit what they're putting into their savings. And so it's going to be very interesting, but it says Peter Thiel's Roth IRA investment is absolutely legal, says IRAFE, but the Thiel isn't totally out of the woods for uh, eventual tax exposure. So I just find it to be very interesting because the whole narrative all along has been to save, 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 so that the funds will be available in the system. But could this have anything to do with the fact that there's too much liquidity in the system due to all the mortgage-backed securities, the treasury buying, as well as the quantitative easing, hence the whole re reverse reproactivity that's trying to suck it out of the system. And they're saying basically people are saving too much. And speaking of which, I'm off topic a little bit, but for those that are checking in right now, please go check out the interview I posted earlier because I think a lot of interesting information was shared that's very uniquely and well said about things that I think is relevant to what's going on here that can help some people better understand. And that's the thing, even if it's not you, even if it's, you know, a family member or somebody like that, whenever you get a chance to, whenever I get a chance to speak to somebody that's in the financial system and they know the ins and outs, I personally, I, I make sure that people I know is plugged in because it's just not me, you know, a guy from Detroit with no macroeconomic background talking. 
So what I want to make sure you guys do is go check out the interview I did earlier with Sean Rickards. It was a great interview, and he did a good job of laying stuff out. So I would encourage you. And what it also helped is to share this information. Share this information so your family and friends can be informed from somebody in the financial realm itself. So great interview. I encourage you guys to check it out after we get done here. Share this so people can actually hear this stuff, man. It's no, it, does, it does no good to anybody else if you just keep all this knowledge for yourself. So something to consider. All right, let's keep it moving. Here's something that I think should catch people's attention. It says Wells Fargo tells customers it's shuttering all personal lines of credit. Oh, really? They don't want your business anymore. Why? Because they're overly crowded. They, they're, they're flushed with cash. They don't need to really sell people on taking out new debt. Why? Because they have all the cash they need. They're trying to get rid of it. But give an idea, says the bank is shutting down all existing personal lines of credit in coming weeks and no longer offers the product. Oh, let me see the product. So line personal lines of credit are actual products for the commercial banking system designed to further enrich the banking sector and expand the current monetary base, which brings about new freshly created dollars into the atmosphere. But yet all of a sudden they're cutting down on their products. They're, and I would imagine, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I would imagine one of their greatest product lines happened to be personal lines of credit as well as auto sales, as well as home loans. And there's reports about the applications for housing is down substantially this past month. So something is not right in the system. I'm sure you can agree on that. But it says the product, which typically gave users 3,000 to 100,000 in revolving credit lines, was pitched as a way to consolidate higher interest credit card debt pay for home renovations and avoid overdraft fees on link checking accounts. So 3000 to a hundred thousand couple weeks is gone for the, for Wells Fargo and they won't be the only bank said so with his latest move. Wells Fargo's warned customers that the account closures quote may have an impact on their credit score, according to a frequently asked question segment of the letter. So ultimately what I'm getting from this is that they're, they have more than enough cash. They no longer need your business. So they're canceling these line of products and if you have an outstanding debt, it's time to pay up. And if that is the case, I have to read further. But if they're basically doing like, you know, ultimately margin calls, you know, they're calling back these loans. Imagine all the people who borrowed more than they could afford in the first place. and They don't have the funds to pay it back. What do you think will happen? There's going to be a lot of people just left out high and dry and people going to have to go sell real tangible assets to make do on this debt because of the concern of their credit score, as it just said there. So there's going to be a sell-off eventually. People are going to have to sell some stuff to get liquid a little bit. So uh, that plays into more of this uh, correction that's coming. Then here's another article here, uh, Crypto Space. So we have Elizabeth Warren gives the SEC July 28th deadline to figure out the crypto regulation. So a couple things here stands out. Why this specific date? Is there something that she's aware of or not aware of or something that's happening? Could this have anything to do with the debt ceiling issue that also at the end of this month, beginning of next month, need to be ironed out? Or we're going to have a systemically uh, important event when Uncle Sam's finances. But she's basically demanding that Gary Gensler come out and put some clarity as to how the government will treat regulation as far as it being acceptable, acceptable within the financial system for everybody. And of course, she's selling it on the fact that she needs to make sure it's safe for your mom and pop investors, that there's no scamsters, there's no uh, fraudulent activity and all that stuff that they try to use to make it appear like the crypto space is a bad sector and it has bad actors in, it, in its entirety, which that's just a that's signs of their fear because it's something they can't outright control right now. So they're trying to make it appear that they're doing this in your best interest. So just a little something to consider. So there, that lets you know that uh, Uncle Sam wants their cut. Here's another article. Explainer says, what's at stake for markets as the U.S. debt ceiling looms? So could June, that, that this July 28th, and, uh, and Elizabeth Warren being concerned with what's going on be a part of that? Who knows? But it says the U.S. debt ceiling comes into effect at the end of July, hmm, July 28th and July, putting pressure on the Treasury to reduce its cash balance ahead of the deadline. It says that means more injections of cash into the financial system are already awash with liquid, liquidity, a scenario that 
could further sink short-term rates and cause undue distortion in the overnight repurchase market. So there's going to be some type of plumbing Armageddon in the system is what they're getting at. So yeah, uh, just stuff to consider people. If so, that's what it goes back to in my personal opinion, if you're fully vested into this current financial system, as it's being destroyed, all the risk falls on you. That's just my personal opinion. And, and the best thing to do was to be as less dependent on the system as you can, knowing that there's no way you can do it entirely in its entirety. But the minimum risk that you have as far as being exposed to all those overly inflated asset bubbles, then the less pain that you'll experience directly. But just, just you can't avoid it. But you'll experience less in that regard there. So just something to consider. And then here's something else to just play into it. It says the whole world's in a housing bubble now. And so it's good to see mainstream news come out and just talk about the word bubble because we've been talking about bubbles here for quite some time now, for several years now, but it was never allowed to be a mainstream topic. So they're preparing, they're preparing and laying the foundation for the fact that things are extremely hot right now and there must come a day of cooling off. And that cooling off, in my personal opinion, might be the last cooling off of this current monetary paradigm we're in. And just to give an idea, as said to the, it says the field of FOMO, real estate prices in 43 cities around the world rose at least 10% between Q1 and 2020 and Q1 2022. So here you have a nice little visual aid of what's hot out here in the area. And of course, the Middle East area is probably right now uber expensive. And then we have certain areas in Northern and Eastern Hemisphere and then it looks like out in Arizona slash areas getting a little hot. So but look at all these other countries here where they're not or the information is not available. But yet markets may not be as overly sold and overly hot as what we have here. And then on the last note, and I'll stop ranting. This is what I wanted to share from last night in the discord. And this is a little snippet from uh, you've been warned the utopia episode about you'll own nothing and be a slave and be happy so this little one and a half minute clip basically shines light onto the whole so i'm a, i don't know the show at all but i assume the actor there is he's been interrogated or kidnapped but he's actually confessing that what's inside the vaccine is designed to help humanity as far as eliminate the population stuff like that so it's in a tv series but as i always say if somebody out here writing scripts on it they must actually know what's going on and have permission because the enemy always operates where they give you a heads up. They never just surprise you outright. So the warning signs are out there if you go looking for them. And I think that's one of the benefits of being tuned into alternative media because you guys are awake and aware. So anyway, that's all I have for today. As far as articles, we can touch on them, dive deeper if you want. Phone lines are open. Let's talk. Give me a call. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about any of this matter because a lot of things are happening right now. Will the month of July be the last sense of normalcy that we have in the financial markets before all heck break loose. And then the next question will be with this infrastructure bill that Biden's trying to pass, will they actually get this thing signed and delivered this month? Because from a fiscal side of things, uncle Sam needs more liquidity, even though the TGA account, uncle Sam's saving account, they're trying to drain that as opposed to using that, to fund uncle Sam directly so that they don't have to borrow. Like that's all kind of twisted, but that's how this whole economy works, man. It just doesn't make sense on the surface. But anyway, let's talk, let's talk. Let me see here. We got, uh, I see some thoughts here. It says people in 2019, September, the repo market blew up leading us into the world as we are in. Do you think that that day this year will be a problem considering repo market is going nuts? SG. Um, I think between now and September, because it seems like September is like the deadline or the time frame for the, you know, for that participation there for a lot of corporations. I, mean, I, has, I think that's a lot to do with the flu season. The repo market is going to be an ongoing situation and the reverse repo market based upon the fact that, you know, the daily overnight uh, overnight rates or overnight uh, amounts are coming down. It's still a problem just because they created something completely new that the world has never seen before until now. So that lets me know that something's not right. So will it last? Will they be able to prolong this thing? We'll see. But based upon the activity happening, I'm anticipating some type of correction, which will lead to them need to do even more QE of some kind. 
Hello, caller. What's name we calling from? Yeah, Mike. Steve. Pima Region 9. Steve, how you doing, my man? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. How do we let this marinate? <laughs> Go ahead, give it to me. Take take your time, man. It's like you, hey, it's not like you got a lot of your mind right now. Go ahead. <laughs> How do we let this marinate? This is spiritual. These things exist. Yeah. Uh, the, the, these things flying around in the air. There have been cave paintings from before there was TV, televisions, computers. Mm -hmm. These, these things are real. They exist. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'll just put it this way. I don't think that they're of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think they come from that, that fella. Yeah. That fella. <laughs> that other fella. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's out there doing what he does. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, and let me say this before I finish. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a TV, sh there's a, there's a, a movie on Netflix. Mm -hmm. it, are, are you, am I Steve from FEMA Region 9, or should you just call me Steve Redfield? <laughs> <laughs> Either I one did. works. <laughs> hey, Steve Redfield's going to work right now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a movie on Netflix, mm -hmm. quote-unquote, based on a true story. Um... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the, the, the fourth kind. The fourth kind is what it's called. Okay, not the, the fourth with kind. All right. Uh, and, and you can pull you can pull the trailer on it, etc. Yeah. And it, it discusses it talks about these things mm -hmm. that that are floating around in the air. Yeah. Based on true story, I, I I would tell everybody watch that movie, watch it all the way through. Yeah. All the way through to the end, mm -hmm. so you can hear what these things are saying to human beings that, that that's what i would say i i don't want to ruin the movie because actually it's a good entertaining movie okay but you're talking about shocking your conscience mm -hmm. uh so the fourth kind is the name of the movie it, on netflix the, the fourth kind okay i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna and, watch and it tonight it, it, <laughs> yeah and uh watch it all the way through uh -huh. it's disturbing Mm. But my point is this: mm -hmm. you need to know who you need to know who you're dealing with. Yeah, you're dealing you're dealing with that thing. Yeah, that being. Yeah. Hey, Steve, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you always put me up on some good stuff, man. I appreciate you for calling in. Uh, anyway, Be good. thanks a lot. Yeah, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, so people, this this is a time. This is the time we're in. It's the greatest time in human history because, like never before, we'll never we won't be able to trust our senses. We're gonna need something greater than ourselves because we're being bombarded with information, fake, real, you know, and technology makes it so much easier to project images and things in front of us that appear real on the surface. Now, it's up to us to be able to discern it. This is the greatest time in human history because we need discernment from another realm. And preferably, the, 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 the best source of discernment happens to come through your connection with your creator and having his spirit inside of you, the help and the comforter. Yeah, man, that's the thing. And no matter what, whether you're a spiritual person or not, it all goes back to your belief system, man, because you can believe this is real or you can believe this is something that's a setup for something good for you. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Ed. How you doing? I'm doing good, my man. What's in your mind? Give me a quick thought. Um, you know, the Bible talks about the, the Antichrist is going to woo the world. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to be like, you know, kind of like Hitler was for Germany, you know, when they were flat broke and nobody had a job. And, you yeah. know, everything was horrible. Hitler came in and saved the day. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking about this for a long time. You know, I think there's two ways you can woo the world. Mm -hmm. One is to bring them out of a, a horrible economic crisis. Yeah. Or two, maybe, um, you know, uh, bring peace, you know, to a major war. And, you know, of course, we know the Antichrist is going to sign a, a peace agreement with Israel at the right. beginning of the tribulation. Right. Well, what, what do you, how do you think the Antichrist could woo the world? What's your opinion on that? I, I, I so so based upon biblical prophecy of everything that's been told to us ahead of time, 
I think that right now all of these things that are taking place are on course to introduce us into a whole nother realm of life. And I think technology will be utilized. You know, you know, it can be used for good, but unfortunately, a lot of the things we're being introduced to will it'll be used for bad. So a lot of the deception and and, and the mechanisms that the enemy will use will come through technology. And so between the technology inside that participation thing, as well as the centrally controlled digital currencies that's coming, as well as all the illusionary things that can project. So uh, artificial reality, robotics, technology, I mean, all that stuff like that will be incorporated heavily. So I think the enemy is able to use all that and it speed things up because we won't be able to tell what's real from fake. You know what I'm saying? So I think that based upon the things you share, incorporating technology in a, in a depth, slab, middle of that, that's how things will be executed. And people don't realize that in my personal opinion. I never thought of it that way. So it could be technology or, you know, or it could be a new, you know, even economic, new economic right. thing. I mean, that's the thing. There, there, there's been, fat, you know, so famines were re recorded throughout the entire Bible. So there's been times of famine where, the, you know, no, no rain, crops don't grow. There's no commerce. Nobody eats. Everybody starves to death. They die. But the Lord, you know, always made a way to provide some rain for his people. And so even though we're not in the agricultural age, we're in the technology age. God is still able to provide some rain for you and your crop in your season so that you can be sustained however he chooses to do it, if you believe it. So that's why I'm like, OK, we're in bad times for the majority. But for those that have a different way of looking at this time frame, it can be used as a great opportunity of growth, because I know for a fact I've been more interested in diving into my Bible that I ever have been just because I recognize the need for it like never before. And so, you know, I, you know, I, I try to make sure my kids get into more, you know, my wife gets it. So I'm like, you know, you know, double down right now on depositing into your spiritual account. And if you do that, I believe God is faithful to his word, man. He will definitely provide for you. You know what I'm saying? Like he always have. And, and some of the worst that's times awesome. we couldn't even imagine. That's awesome. You know, one thing I found to get a little more of the word in me, uh, you can go on YouTube. I just put like encouraging Bible verses. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm at the gym, I sort of listening to some banging music or something. I just take that whole time on there. I just listen to somebody reading me scripture, you know, yeah. over and over and over. And the yeah. word doesn't return turn void. Yeah. I appreciate you, Mike. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for calling in and sharing your thoughts. Uh -huh, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. And as I'm speaking about it, you know, as I always mention, let me see if I got some stuff around me right here. Uh, give me one second. Let me see. Uh, let me see. I got, let me see. So I'm trying to find, there's a couple of different books from the person has been, who's been the most influential to my spiritual growth. And it's changed my life inside out. And I have every single book that he's written and I have them, but they're on my bookshelf. Anyway, so I, I'll, I'll start sharing with you more books because I got, you know, I got all types. I got I got the Spanish Bible. I got I got I man. I got Bibles up the wazoo and they don't go unused because I need different translations. And so, yeah, I keep a word everywhere. All around the house, I got a word. <laughs> so whenever I feel that jolt, I just pick it up. And all, all you know, all it takes is one word is right on time. <laughs> that can just put a smile on your man on a man's face or a young lady's face as well. Hello, Carlos. What's name we call it from? Big Mike, what's going on, man? What up, Stoker man? France. How you doing, my man? <laughs> I'm all right, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what's, Mike, what, what, what's up? Mike, you got a question for me? Yeah, let me, me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So we got Elizabeth Warren out here putting pressure on Gary Gensler saying that July 28th, she needs to have something solidified. What do you think is up with that? You know, and that's good, perfect, because it leads right into what I was saying. <laughs> you know, what I was going to say anyway. Yeah. You know what, Mike, I watched a movie on Netflix, and I heard you talk about it the other day. You know, you might get any requests or, you know, yeah. notable movies that you might want to see on Netflix. Yeah. And it's a movie that just came out called The Seventh Day. The Seventh Day. Okay. You know what I mean? Man, y'all got all types of movies. Man, man, I love it because it's The Exorcist, uh -huh. but it's the, like a modern day Exorcist. You know, yeah. The Exorcist kind of turned me off because it always had the, you know, the the prototypical preacher yeah. uh with the with the with the white collar and mm -hmm. everything like that. Yeah. This is more of a take where the preachers walk around regular clothes on everything like that. But yeah. also it went so deep, Mike. And I know you'll like it too because, mm -hmm. you know, 
the Bible, you know, for me, and I, I don't know, you know, your relationship with your or the father's relationships, but it has to be read by you. Mm-hmm. You got to perceive your own thing, man, right. and you got to be able to look around the world with those with those goggles that the Bible gave you. Mm-hmm. And this movie really put that on me, man. I mean, it really touched me because again, it was one of those things where. Or it was two protagonists, mm-hmm. you know, it was the main protagonist, and then it was a younger one. Yeah. And the younger one, you know, was the the, the mentee of the older one. Mm-hmm. And he had to learn, for one, how to see the evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, again, you because you, we always, we have these pre- preconceived, because the media, because uh, the propaganda, all these different things, we have, all, we have these preconceived mm-hmm. notions of what the evil actually is. That's the blindness to what the evil was. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to give a spoiler, but one scene, he went into a shelter, mm-hmm. and he saw he thought he saw the evil yeah. which was some, something that everybody would think the evil would be yeah. but it ended up being something that was totally not mm. yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean that was totally not it was hidden because the hit the evil knows the evil knows what it was to say the devil knows the bible just as well as, as god does yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so like once you know you get that you have you know the knowledge only people who, who 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 lack is those who have the lack of the knowledge, yeah. and that's who the people take advantage of. Yeah. So when I say to say this, Mike, man, like all this stuff, you know, I, honestly, I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. I do because I'm, I'm invested, you know. So I do pay attention a little bit to the to the talking heads, the pundits, and uh, uh, the national news, but a lot of it's noise, man. Yeah, a lot of it's noise. I mean, these people have jobs. I mean, think about it. The people who work on CNN and Fox News and and uh, and all these local. I mean, that's a that's nine to five for them. Yeah. If they wake up in the morning and ain't no news, they better create some news. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we'll, they'll be around because we yeah. got guys like you who go, who who gonna know what's up anyway. Right. You know what I mean? The real deal. Looking around all the different countries and all the different stuff that actually matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I said to say this, man. A lot of that stuff, man. <laughs> that's the evil, man. Yeah. They it, again. They got we got different people coming out slowly t- talking about their crypto holdings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be surprised if when the shit hits 500k and over, mm-hmm. people start coming out. Well, yeah, I, I had some. I just, I just, <laughs> and then what? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, we'll pass the law and say, okay, well, since you didn't tell us, now you have to give it back. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. That'd be hilarious though. But yeah. you know, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna call I don't get caught slipping like that. So yeah. you know, so it is what yeah. it is. Hey man, I appreciate yeah. the call today, man. Share your yeah. thoughts, my friend. Appreciate you, Mike. Be man. Good. Take care, man. Yeah. Yep. Hello, caller. What's name? Where you calling from? Uh, maybe not. All right. Phone lines are open. Missed a couple calls. Give me a call. Let's talk. What do you guys think about uh the UFO? Uh, in South Carolina, we got the margin loan calls or the personal loan calls by Wells Fargo. Is this the beginning of the end? Let me know what you guys think. I'm open. Hello, call. Which name are we calling from? All right, somebody hung up on me. All right, let's check in with the chat real quick. Uh, it says, God gave you two eyes to see the truth. God gave you two ears to hear the truth. God gave you one mouth to speak the truth. F home to C. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. What else we got here? It says, that's a good show. Tony Black Denzel is a Christian man. and He professes belief. Is that the book of Eli we talking about there? I assume so. That book, I mean, that movie, that was a that was a great movie, man. That was uh, one of Denzel's finest. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Ricardo from uh, Texas. Ricardo from Texas. What's going on, man? Give me a quick thought. Oh, real quick. Uh, let me take you out there to left field real quick. Okay, let's go. You know, uh, you got the jabby jab going mm-hmm. on and, yeah. uh, you know, the 5G network and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you got the big dog, not not the big dog, but the next big dog in line that's basically trying to take over our minds. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was just thinking about reflecting on the old Johnny Depp movie <clears throat> where he had built a, uh, a copper shield so that his wife could not get a signal when she was, uh, you know, keep the phone quiet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of copper bouillon too. I said, like, you know what? I'm going to have to make me a, a copper bouillon hat yeah. to uh, <laughs> block out this 5G, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I, I heard something in the past about the Nephilim mm-hmm. able to uh, jump in people's minds, you know? Yeah. So I figured, you know, uh, uh, knucklehead down below mm-hmm. says, "Well, you know, I need mass possession, mm-hmm. so let me use this 5G and the jab jab." I'm like, "Okay, 
Well, maybe, maybe it might be a good idea yeah. to get a tinfoil hat to have a copper copper hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I know there's a, I, I, I've yet to look into them, but I know that there is certain bags as well as cell phone pouches that are, I think they're lined with lead, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that, that blocks uh, you with RF frequency waves and all types of other frequency waves. So if there was clothing or something like that or hats made out of that material, I think that might be more suitable for trying to, you know, block out emissions from different types of frequencies. So I, I, I haven't dived into it, but I believe there's technology out there because of this, just the cell phone radiation of itself, there's stuff to block that. So I'd assume anything that's in regards to that uh, 5G, which is probably a lot more intense. It's a much more intense frequency wave, but it might you know help block some stuff. So that's something worth checking into. If anybody out there know anything about that, feel free to let us know. I'm curious. Yeah, I just want to take you out to left field. I appreciate you taking appreciate my call. Appreciate you. Thanks for calling, my man. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, be good. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Always keep it moving, man. I see a lot of talks about copperhead, snake, copper, 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 copper. Yeah, and I saw a, a, another content creator talk about um, uh, because of the supply issues with silver and some gold that you know stacking up on copper might be a good idea. Anybody out there stacking up on that copper? Let us know. Hello, Carl. What's name? We calling from? Hey Mike, it's little blood pressure. LBP, how you doing, man? You've been, you've been, you've been missed, man. People be like calling. Where's LBP? I'm like, man, I think he's, you know, tied up with, some, with the housing situation. What's going on with you? How you doing, man? Oh man, I just want to give a quick shout out to high blood pressure, also known as Tim from Colorado. <laughs> Hey, man, it's been a crazy three weeks, Mike. I've been trying to buy this house, going uh-huh. back and forth, and it's just, it's been crazy, man. I haven't been able to keep up, Mike. Yeah. So, things looking good still or what? That's it, man. I'm into my new house. I moved already. Mm-hmm. I got my old house. I got to just do a few things and put it on the market, man. Yeah. But, you know, stupid banks, man, they're just giving money away, Mike. Everybody should go load up. <laughs> buy, buy, max out all the credit, man. <laughs> Yeah, and that's one thing that you've been uh, stick. You've been sticking to your message from day one, and definitely, based upon the current environment we're in, that that may not that's that's not necessarily a irresponsible thing to do because everything is happening around us, in my opinion. So, yeah, there are people out there following the same method, my friend, the, the LBP method. <laughs> you know, Kiyosaki does it with with, with big money. You know, he mm-hmm. just loves banks. That's where he goes to borrow money. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and also, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, and I watch him a lot, and he's talking about, you know, he borrowed, you know, two hundred million a couple months ago, three hundred million a couple four, and four hundred million, whatever. And he he preaches that, you know, it's other people's money, it's not his, so he don't mind. So he's putting that money to work for his own benefit, which you know, that's 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 the American way, man. They do it to us, why not do it to them, huh? Exactly, Mike, and it's not even real money anyway, so you never owe anything back. Right. Don't forget. Good point. And I, and I think with this current Wells Fargo situation of them recalling some of the personal loans in a little snippet I read, they're talking about your credit score. So more people might be more conscientious of wanting to maintain a decent credit score for the future sake of borrowing than they are about ramming their credit up now and getting as much debt as possible, whether the system collapses or not tomorrow, whatever, who knows, but more people have been trained to be financially responsible and being financially responsible comes with, maintaining your credit you know what i'm saying without any you know blips or bleeps or so that right there will keep people from wanting to do that because two different mindsets one people use debt for their own benefit other people don't want to use that because you know they've been taught other words so yeah you know what they say savers are losers yeah that is becoming true day by day <laughs> for sure especially if you're saving in, in in their currency in their system all the risk falls on you because it's good to say the FDIC when it's time to collect, they're not gonna be giving you your, your, the entirety of what you think is yours. So, because it doesn't doesn't no. even exist. Exactly, you got it, Mike. How you been, Mike? I'm good, man. I'm good. Summer's busy, man. My kids keep me busy. I'm ripping and running, trying to. I got some stuff, new stuff. I'm starting on my other on some other stuff. So, I'm staying busy, man. Trying to keep my head above water and excited, man, than ever. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to it because it all this stuff going on it, it, it further defines your purpose as to why God still decided to keep you here for all of this. So I'm really trying to plug into that. As I was mentioned before, Eric, before you get jumped on, 
doubling down on my spiritual account, man, really trying to get into the word and, you know, get some clarity and some guidance. Cause I think uh, we all have a part to play in this uh, upcoming, you know, fiasco we're about to go through probably. There you go, Mike. You never go wrong with him. That's an investment. You always, you always get a return on. Oh, good point, man. Good point. LBP, man. I appreciate you for calling, man. Good to hear your voice, boss, man. All right, Mike. All right. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Loving the show. For All sure. Right. Appreciate have a good one. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff is always good to hear. LBP doing well. I appreciate everybody for hanging out, man. So as always, if you have been hanging out for a couple of minutes at least, if you've been interacting in the chat or if you've called in. Hit the thumbs up button just because that I think it helps algorithms. I, I don't really see it much on my side because nobody really gets notified. But yet I appreciate those who are here because you guys are the faithful. And so for those that are here, make sure you guys, as I mentioned earlier, the interview I did earlier is was a was a was a fun interview to share. And so go watch it because you'll definitely get some nuggets. And at this current moment, we all know that there's something wrong with the system. Whether it be the reverse repo, ZERP, NERP, QE, whatever, it's something wrong. We all know that, but your family and friends may not know. So give them a chance to find out what's going on by simply sharing information with them. Let them be remain skeptical, or it might give them a chance to try to remove a little bit of their financial future out of the hands of the banksters so that they're not completely wiped out when this next correction occurs. Because based upon the information he shared as to why and how negative rates are needed, because it helps the banks out ultimately, because when they actually are forced to respond to this next event that's going to occur, people will run to cash. And at that point, they can't have people running to cash at the same time that they're trying to shift us towards the that digital sphere solely. And that's why I always thought that this particular currency here is not here by accident, because we would not be talking anything about CBDCs had it not been for this invention and the technology surrounding this type of protocol because that is what the bankers use as a way to entice us towards the digital space and i'd imagine think about this people i'm more confident that being a skeptic but also not being afraid to play around with it because it is a tool but yet this is not going to be a savior like michael saylor for example he always goes out talking about how bitcoin is going to be here 50 years 100 years like that is too far ahead to even begin talking about because once again, majority of people, unfortunately, will not be here. So it'll probably be passed down to your future, uh, your children, and children's children. But think about the world they're going to be living in. It won't look nothing like we've known before. It's going to be a centrally controlled, tight CBDC style where you got to get permission to do any and everything. And do you think Bitcoin and decentralized cryptocurrencies will be acceptable in that type of environment? It will be outlawed, criminalized, or the younger generation out of sheer, out of just mere fear of being singled out because we're going to leave. We're going to live an entirely surveillance style economy. We already got, you know, you got rings on your doorbell. They can see what you're doing. You got your smartphone, car, all everything is smart and tracking you. We pay technology companies and governments to spy on us. Like they literally have ankle ankle monitors around our our ankles but we carry it in our hands and talk on them. We got ankle monitors on our desks at our offices that spy on us. We got ankle monitors in our car to GPS track us everywhere we go. We're paying for our own enslavement. And do you think for one second this decentralized stuff will actually be something that the people will run to in the future? I don't think so. And then to get ready to wrap down, we are being led towards a tight squeeze to where all of our financial activity, all of our health activity, all of our social interaction with other individuals will be geared towards your participation in this experimentation with this thing that they're trying to put in our bodies. So ultimately, our entire lives is being steered down that narrow pathway of the needle, of uh, the eye of a needle, rather, because you will not be able to function in society normally, comfortably, unless you go through that needle. And that's where this is. This is how this is being set up. So there's going to be two types of people, those that participate and those who didn't. The people who participated, their future is going to be uncertain because nobody knows what's in that stuff other than the people who created it and the people who created what they created it for. And so the other people who decided to unplug as best they can, those people will be literally 
the bottom dwellers, the people who live like in all those science fiction movies, people who live in the gutters, people who live in the mountains, those people that you don't go near them because they're dangerous is what they'll be. They'll be painted as. But those are the people who decided to opt out of the system. And by doing so, life will not be normal. You won't be driving your best car and wearing your finest clothes into the city and going to the malls because if you don't participate, you won't play the game. So. You see where this is heading. And that's why I'm not confident that this digital trap is going to be something that will be beneficial for mankind. I'll play with it. I'll use it as best I can. But other than that, put your trust in the Lord. That's all you have. That's all we have. That's all we've ever had. And it's unfortunate we've been conditioned in the, in this country, which is the greatest nation to live in, because we are the last remaining relatively free because we have speech and we got guns. But once those things are taken away. Who are we? What do we have? And that's why, you know, change is inevitable, good and bad. So, yeah, people, this is the best time in human history. But yet you got to be on the right side of the fight. And the only fight is that the fight of faith. And that comes through your faith in Jesus Christ. So with that being a fake case, people, let's get ready to wind down. It's always great to connect. It's always good to be amongst like minded individuals. LB for 2021. Appreciate the love offer, my friend. Appreciate you for being a blessing. And so, people, yeah, man. Deposit into your spiritual account just as much as you deposit into everything else in your life. You know, there's three elements to worry about. The natural, which is what we're being introduced to. The practical, what we do and decipher between, between all this and the spiritual realm. And I pray that you guys are prayed up, stay, stay up, and just be encouraged, man, because you serve a purpose if you're still here. I believe that. And so somebody says there, speak for yourself, Mike. I want it all. Just smart enough to not get sucked into the digital game. Always keep one foot and one on the ground. Yeah, but then it sounds like you're in, you're out, you're hot, you're cold. You can only do that for so long before you're going to be caught either in or out. And you might want to make sure you're in. Now, what in means for you, completely different from the next man, but we'll see. Let's get this last call. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Who am I speaking with? NYC, New York City. How are you doing, my man? What's on your mind tonight? Life is good. I can't have no complaints. That's good. I have. I want to talk about UFOs. All right, on give it to me. June 1987, mm -hmm. I saw a black triangular craft float silently and directly over my mm -hmm. family home mm -hmm. in Queens, New York City. Okay. And I had a witness with me, and uh. For years, I've been waiting for disclosure. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you. I, I have no ex explanation for it. Now, I'm a retired law enforcement officer. Mm -hmm. I'm also an Air Force veteran. What I saw and my witness saw was unexplainable. Okay. It, a black triangular craft has been seen and reported mm -hmm. over the years all over the, the uh, country, uh, the Mid-Hudson Valley area here in New York. Yeah. Up in Newfoundland, up in Belgium, and so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't clearly understand what's going on. I, I can't believe it's uh, a military craft. Mm -hmm. Why would you float a classified craft over New York City? Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Now I have a friend that's a, uh, a, a Christian science into Christian Scientology, mm -hmm. and uh, he's very knowledgeable about the Old Testament, about fallen angels and stuff. Mm -hmm. And at first, I was totally. I said, no, this is nonsense what he's telling mm -hmm. me. But the more I listen and think about it, mm -hmm. it is I, just I want an answer. I want an answer. I, obviously, there's a lot of questions out there. Um, the experiences of the people have had. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I just want to find out what's going on. I, I, I want to understand. I want to understand before I die, before, mm -hmm. you know, I hope the answer. But, you know, sometimes they say, be fearful what you wish for. Yeah. I may not like to answer. <laughs> that is very true. What do you think, <laughs> and you know, you know, as you're as you're describing that, you, you sound very hungry for truth. And you know, one of the things that came to mind is, you know, the Bible's and so it all depends on what you're hungry for. And you're looking for answers that you may not be able to find. And then also, I'm skept I, I'm I'm careful on what I'm searching for because I know. That if it's meant for me to find out, the Lord will present it to me and according to what I can handle, because you may not be able well, to handle the truth. You know what I'm saying? So I pray well, for spiritual you, discernment. Raised, uh huh. Go ahead. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I was raised a Roman Catholic. Mm -hmm. I was raised with nuns, very mm -hmm. strict uh, Roman Catholic education. Mm -hmm. Believed in God most of my life, but uh, life's experiences said uh, I had at one point 
for many years, I thought I was a uh, atheist. Mm-hmm. But my friend was able to show me that actually I'm an agnostic. I believe in the creator. Okay. Einstein looked at the, the engineering of the eye and he said, this, this is not by chance. Right. Someone engineered, he was fascinated with the engineering of the eye. Yeah. So at that point, I, I started keeping an open mind and I'm starting to listen to my friend more and more. He's very knowledgeable yeah. about the Old Testament. And he actually has conversations with old rabbis down in Brooklyn yeah. <laughs> about the Old Testament. And um, it just, the things that he says to me in the connection about extraterrestrials and to dimensional fallen angels, mm-hmm. I, I, I just keep an open mind. I, I, I actually have, it actually has brought me back to the, to the Bible, mm-hmm. to looking at the Bible, listening to what is said in the Bible. I understand the Bible is very complicated. There's mm-hmm. multiple terms in there that are, are from different languages and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't understand why it has been made so complicated to believe in God and believe in the Bible. Yeah. It's not so, it's not so clear cut. It's not so uh, in black and white. There's right. a lot to, to absorb. There's a lot to digest. Right. And I do believe whatever we're seeing up there might possibly be something that is related to our existence and, and where we came from and, yeah. and, and God and creation and, and so forth. Yeah. By the way, that, that's I very gotta true. tell you, I, do, I very much enjoy you and Mario on Fridays. Appreciate it. You're, 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 you guys are just, um, the balance is so, so good. And, and it, you guys are really, it, it, you're clear. Appreciate you. You're, you're straightforward and, and there's, a lot of good stuff that comes out of your your live chats on on yeah. Friday. Appreciate it. Thank you for calling, my man. And also, I think I think your cat trying to get your attention. So I appreciate you for calling, my friend. Thank you for sharing that. I, I got to tell you, Mike. I appreciate your live chat. I, I, you, like I said, you and Mario, you guys have taught me a lot, and I I rely on what you say. I, I won't even make a purchase of gold and silver without uh, uh, Mario and your in, input. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. You you be well and you be safe. I will. You as well. Good night. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. It's always good to hear from people and hear, give them a second and let their voice be heard, man. This is the People's Talk Show. This is what this show is about. And I'm excited to have people who call in and want to share with me. And so thank you as well. And so tomorrow, check it. Tune in at noon. Me and Mario got a nice little show. A lot, a lot of nice little juicy topics to touch on tomorrow, man. But anyway, people, if that being the case, uh, yeah, so it looks like so. And this is where this is one of the things that concerns me is that. Because of all the stuff that we're experiencing, there's sick. Everybody's life will be <sighs> touched in some way or fashion, whether it be the financial realm, the spiritual realm, you know, jobs, family, friends, sickness, health, whatever. That's why I think it's going to be easier to pull people away from what they, you know, what they think they believe in, unless you actually test it and strengthen it and really d- dive into it further. So just the fact that the caller mentioned that, you know, he was. You know, he thought he was an atheist, found out he's an agnostic, but yet that's an improvement in of itself because he went from saying there was no God to saying that there's a God. Now he's trying to get to that next level. And, you know, the caller who's to, who's to call, you know, first thing come to my mind and what has been the most transformational for me is to be being able to see the Bible through a different perspective. And I would, I, you know, one of the people who've been the most influential is, is a guy by the name of Dr. Miles Monroe. So if you Google Miles Monroe or go to YouTube and type in Miles Monroe. I, you know, and this is just, he, he's passed now, but I watch his sermons. I bought his CDs. I got all of his books. I've read them all. And he defines and clears up the Bible from a different perspective based upon his life's journey. And so I would encourage you type in Miles Monroe. This is him. These are some quick little five minute messages, but He's passed. He died and he got killed in a, plane, in a plane crash. But his message has grown exponentially since he passed away to where everybody named mother faking he accounts for him because he's just that bad of a dude. His no, his anointing gift was so powerful that he was influential to government leaders, you name it. And his story is what changed my life. I must admit that. So if anybody really want to get further clarity on how to read the Bible from a legal document standpoint, I think he does the best job of doing that. And that was his anointing gift that will, his legacy is the greatest legacy for any, any person who've ever worked for Christ in this modern age, in my opinion, even more than Billy Graham to me. But anyway, 
that's just me rambling. But anyway, people, I encourage you guys to dive in further because a lot of things I talk about come from my studying under him. I'm literally his pupil. Like he was my teacher. Never met him. Had a chance to meet him. But I didn't go to the conference. I regret it. One of the biggest regrets of my life is that I knew I should have been there, but I did not go. And that's that sucks because I, you know, that bothers me because I he was that influential to me. But anyway, that's what it is, people. But yet he still lives on because his books, his word, and everything is still here. So uh somebody said drop us a link. Les Brown's a bad man as well. And Les Brown has as he's gotten older, he's gotten more into his spiritual life. But Miles Monroe, you know, Les Brown quotes Miles Monroe. You know what I'm saying? That's how bad he is. And I actually, man, I got so many books. I'm trying to see. Give me, let me just give me one second. Let me see if I can find one because I had them on my desk. Give me one second. Let me give you just hang on one second. All right, maybe I don't have them, but I'm back. Anyway, so I'll have them. I got they all on my bookshelf, but I'll grab them. So a lot of books I recommend books that just you know you, you, they, they they never get old put like that anyway that's all she wrote people let's get ready to dial back uh no 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 alternative very true i'm excited about that one as well getting to get a chance to meet him and just thank him you know thank him and i got stories how i came across him man i could go on and on man it's man god guys man there's no accidents man anyway but be blessed, be safe. So let's dial out with a, with a prayer. Lift, lift up the name of the King right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening, Father, to talk about you, talk about your goodness, Father. Thanking you for the blood that you shed for our sins. We thank you, Father, that we are alive right now in the greatest time in human history because we're going to witness you move like you never moved before. And Lord, we thank you, Father, that through your word, your word is how we strengthen our faith, how we grow in our faith, how we connect and commune with you, Father. It comes through your word. Your word is alive and living right now, Father. We ask that you charge us spiritually to dive in further, to get more from you, Father. We thank you for the Holy Spirit inside of us that gives us comfort, that teaches and guides us and shows us what's ahead of us. And we thank you for guarding angels, Father. As, as, as just as many demonic forces out here, there's that many more angels, Father, that has uh, charge. It's, it's meant to take charge over all your people, Father. And we thank you, Father, for we're, we're covered, we're protected in the name of Jesus, Father. We thank you for those that are part, not a part of the family. May their heart be open and that they may continue to just tug on to you, Father, and you draw them in to the family and that uh, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right, people. Man, man, man. I enjoy this too much. And, you know, and I must admit, talking about uneventful news all the time can weigh you down. But when I end by basically acknowledging the person who makes all this possible, I, I've been more excited in my live streams because I get to talk about what I'm passionate about, which is really, you know, understanding spiritual elements of things. That's the most important thing in my life. And to talk about it and have people on the other end elect that, that, that listens is a whole nother ballpark. So be encouraged, be stay prayed up and definitely uh, be willing and open to share your faith because more people will need it like never before because people will have questions. You got to point them to the answer. And it's it's Christ. Anyway, people, be blessed, be safe. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Twelve noon. Mike and Mario. Join us. Peace.